Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, it's Becky and welcome to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. And I am super excited to be joined by podcast contributor Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Becky. Um, We should call you the uh, reigning queen of tropes, I guess. Is that because you won the romance rumble? I'll take that title. Um, I was just telling someone yesterday that I'm still not sure why you aren't a lawyer. So, (laughs) I do like to argue. You argue like nobody's business. I was glad I was not (laughs) on the receiving end of the the arguing. Um, So we are super excited that in May, our drunk book club authors are author duo Max Monroe. Um, so the purpose of this quick shot of romance is twofold. One, to celebrate Indie Author Month because they are indie authors. Um, they have always uh, published independently, but also because they are our Drunk Book Club author in May. Yeah, I'm super excited for the May Drunk Book Club. They're some of my favorite authors. So Yeah, I'm excited to talk to them. And we have an interview coming up with them at the end of April too for our Sunday episode. So lots of Max Monroe love this month. Um, so on this episode, we are reviewing banking the billionaire by Max Monroe. This is book three in the billionaire bad boys series. I read this as a standalone. I am 80% positive. This was a reread for me, but when I read it, it was years ago. (laughs) (laughs) um so have but so at this point i'm saying i read it as a standalone because i can't i I don't remember the other books i'm sorry um did you have you read this whole series i have read this whole series but i do think all of the billionaire books stand stand alone they do a really good job of writing them as standalones i always read series in order because that's just how i am yep but I think if you end up liking this book, you'll love all of the other books too. And you get to know some of the friends. So it kind of makes you want to go back and read those too. Yeah. Like I would like to know Klein's story, which is one of the friends, him and uh, Horgina. <laughs> she Horg- calls her friend. Hor- call- Georgia, I love it. Georgia, Horgy? she calls her Horgina. Horgia. Horgia. Yeah. So funny. Anyway, read us the synopsis from Goodreads. All right. A secret duo of romance authors team up under the New York Times and USA Today best-selling pseudonym Max Monroe to bring you more from their sexy laugh-out-loud new series. Can you ever get enough billionaire bad boys? Uninhibited, sarcastic, confident, beautiful, with a thriving photography career that allows her to travel all over the world and capture the hottest of men behind her camera lens, Cassie Phillips is the woman who can't be tamed. Adrenaline junkie, jokester, billionaire, hot as sin. At six foot five with muscles for days and that perfect playful smile, Thatcher Kelly is the kind of man you don't want to deny. Wild for wild, prank for prank, the two most unlikely of people may be the only ones to see that some personality traits only run skin deep. Uncensored, hilarious, and too damn hot to put into words, grab a fan and get ready for one hell of a ride because when the opposite of opposites attract, things are bound to get a little messy. 
So this release date is July 24th of 2016. I think this is the third book they had ever released. So it is early on in their career. So if you have only found them recently, this is going to be back in their backlist. Um, billionaire romance, friends to lovers, rom-com. I didn't think they were opposites attract. I think it was saying that like the opposite of opposites attract. Oh, the opposites of because, yeah, because they're the they, same. Yeah, they are yeah. very similar characters. Um, yes, and this is very much a rom com. This is funny. I read this after a very emotional read, and it was lighthearted and fun. So there is that. Don't read it at work. <laughs> no, because you will kind of giggle and laugh a little bit. Um, <laughs> yes. Put out percentage on this book was 13%, but they allude to an encounter between the two of them from the previous book. Mm -hmm. So they go, they're already kind of sleeping together. Um, it is also good to note for our people that are looking for piercing wrecks. Um, Cassie has a tongue ring. So. When I saw Piercing Rex, I did not even think of tongs. So. Well, it's not really on there, but some people like, you know, because we said a specific it, word. I mean, piercing. That's yeah, that's technically a piercing. So, yes. Okay. Good to just, know for the challenge. Just bringing it up. Um, so, okay, let's talk about this book. I will say before we get into like the little nitty-gritty of it there is great banter in this book yes there is these two characters are probably like the most outrageous couple i've ever read and i mean that in the best way yeah because they have banter for days but it's like wild banter <laughs> yeah the so it kind of starts out this like prank war between the two of them that you know it starts off that she's handing her phone, his phone number off to um, a photography assistant or booking agent who is very gay. And he comments on how handsome he thinks Thatcher is in a picture on her phone. And um, so that was really funny because he's like, well, if I did swing your way, I would be interested. But I'm with Cassie. And Cassie's like, no, we're not together. And then she secretly moves in with him to kind of one up him. And uh, yeah, they're the pranks are just like top notch. And right. like, what are you doing? Right. The orgasm com coma. <laughs> like she purposely like falls immediately asleep before they're even done. Like she gets hers Love and then it. she goes to sleep. And I'm like, <laughs> hmm, okay. That's a little different. Um, but let's talk about Cassie as a character because she's intense. Super intense. Um, I feel like a lot of the times in rom-coms or any book, like if there's a character who's like a little bit raunchy, it, it's usually the hero or it's like the best friend. Right. Type thing. It's I and raunchy might not be the best word. But like her humor is like, no, I think that like raunchy's a good a word for her. Yeah, yeah, and she's not she afraid to speak her humor. mind. She does, and potty humor. Um, yes, and 
I liked all of those things about her. There is such an intensity. Mm -hmm. But I also think that she is totally hiding. Part of me thinks she is living out loud and being her unfiltered and this is who you get. But then there was a part of me in the book that I really felt like there had to be something more to her, maybe something she was hiding. But we don't ever really see that. There's never that does not come out that she other than she just doesn't like to be told what to do. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, you definitely think that that the humor and the antics are kind of like a mask, maybe. And she's never super, super vulnerable. There are some moments where she is a little bit. Yeah, like when eh. when she was in Vegas and some things happened with her assistant and she kind of leaned on Thatcher for some advice, but it wasn't. It wasn't this big emotional swing. And honest to goodness, in this book, um, while it is very character-driven story, like this is just them coming to the agreement that, hey, we're together and we're a couple and it's no longer pranks, it is not a huge character development. They're the same people they were at the beginning of the book that they are at the end of the book. Um, which isn't a bad thing. It's just a little different than what you, if you say character-driven story, you think, oh, there's going to be this huge journey of characters and they're going to evolve. Nope, this was just accepting who I am, the way I am, and finding my HEA. Yeah, which I found refreshing. Like like I said, this was a reread for me. And that's, that's not common where both characters are just like fine with who they are they find someone else who is fine with who they are and they just mesh well. Yeah. And yeah, I enjoyed that. And I can tell you that these two characters stay Thatch and Cassie throughout every billionaire book. That is good to know because I wouldn't want them muted down. Like I liked her snarkiness. I could relate to some of her antics because I have been known to buy ridiculous things to see, you know, what is my significant other going to say? What is he going to do? Is he going to respond to that? Um, and sometimes he just rolls his eyes at me. And that's kind of who Thatch is. He's kind of the guy that's like, okay, we now have a pet pig. It's fine. <laughs> and oh my uh -huh. God, I about died with the niece in the One Direction t-shirt and he just put it on. He was like, yeah, I, know. I love Liam or whatever his was. I was just like, okay. That's a good sport. I know. Uh, yeah, Thatcher is one of my favorite heroes of all time. So let's talk about him because he is charming. There is no other word to describe him but charming. So charming and so sure of himself. Well, I challenge you on that for a second there, sister, because he has baggage. He totally has baggage going into this. But I, he's a financial advisor. That's his main day yep. job. But he has this secret desire. And I don't want to spoil it for anyone so that they can go out and read the book. Mm -hmm. But he has this other side to him that is very vulnerable that he does not share with the world. I should say comfortable with okay. himself. Yes, he is comfortable emotions. with himself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was refreshing, too, to have a male character that talked about his feelings he didn't hide who he was from even his friends. Like, I do love the gossip train that kind of happens. Like, 
he calls one friend and then he t- that friend tells her significant other and you know three pages later cassie knows <laughs> exactly what he's thinking and yes. stuff which i thought was hilarious i loved that um but yeah he he is in touch with his emotions although he has a reputation of being a bit of a playboy yep as a billionaire would be right well and there's a great scene where there's an exchange between the two of them because she was supposed to be doing a calendar shoot for nyfd and she ends up going on a ride along for the day with the firemen and then ends up at a bar with them and he joins them and there's never a minute of jealousy or doubt or her antics and flirting he just is like that's cassie and mm-hmm. I love that. I love that he just, for the most part, mm-hmm. isn't trying to put her in a box. He accepts her for her wackiness. Yep, she can't be tamed and he doesn't even try. I do like the um, kind of the meat cute in the book where he basically has to call her from jail to come bail her, her, him out or yeah to bail him out and she goes and gets a zip ride zippy ride which is a ride share in new york city where they have multiple cars and you borrow a car and drive mm-hmm. and she gets the tiniest car she can she gets a fiat he is six five and gigantic yeah like, i love that i'm like it's the meanest thing ever I'm like that wouldn't have even crossed my mind I also found it really refreshing that both characters had really great relationships with their parents and that there was no drama like that I think the whole book there it was drama free I mean there's one moment in the end where and that's and it's not even a breakup it's a pause Mm -hmm. um, a third act pause where Cassie pushes some boundaries and Thatcher is not comfortable with it and he needs to take a step back. And I was so mad at her. So Me too. mad at her because she just wasn't listening. And that was a moment where I'm like, you are a self-involved bitch. Like he told you he loved you. He, he asked you to marry him. He's put himself out there. And you can't be respectful when he asks you not to do something. Yep. I also had issues with that. Like 100% agree with everything you just said. (laughs) It made me so mad. Like I eventually got over it. I still love Cassie, but I was like, girl, what are you doing? Why? Right. Like at the end of the day, that was that showed a lot of immaturity and they're not young people in this book, late twenties, early thirties. So they're adults with careers successful. So you can't even blame this on immaturity. Right. And there's a difference between someone trying to control you and telling you what to do versus having some boundaries and saying, I'd really appreciate it if you wouldn't do that. Like I'm not comfortable with it. Those are two very different things, especially when that person has never tried to control you. Right. He has always been kind of respectful of her and he played the games of the one upmanship between the two of them 
and plays along and does all the funny things. Mm-hmm. And there are rules throughout the book. Rule number 57, don't do this. Or rule number, you know, 32, yep. you must always do this. Those were hilarious and funny. And so when you get to that one point where she is so thoughtless and so self-involved, it was mm-hmm. like, what is wrong with you? You're a dumbass. Stop it. <laughs> I know. I wanted to jump through my Kindle and slap her. Yeah. Um, so this book does rely a little bit on miscommunication between Thatcher and Cassie, um, which bugged me. Miscommunication is one of those that I'm starting to be like more annoyed with it than love it, but it's okay. Yeah. And for me, it almost seemed like the two of them were so used to like joking around that when conversations got a little more serious, they... They, like, really shied away from it. Yeah, didn't quite know how to respond to it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, Okay, anything else people should know about this book? Just read it. Just read it. Read all the the billionaire books. The friend group is fantastic. I love Klein, and then there's Wes, and they're all such great characters. Yep, and one of the heroines' brothers are the spinoff series that they're writing right now. Oh, f- oh, fun. I didn't realize that. The Winslows, yeah. Oh, fun. Winnie. Fun, fun, fun. Um, okay, so let's get to our questions here. Uh, Rachel, did you like this book? Yes, I love this book. How about you? Uh- um, I did. I liked the book. I enjoyed it. It was a great palate cleanser. It is very rom-com. Um, some of the characters are a little flat. They're, like I said, there's not a lot of character growth or journey. Like you're not going to get into their souls and know these characters. Um, but Thatcher is incredibly charming. And overall, I really enjoyed it. I, I really did enjoy it. Um, who would typically like this book? I would say anyone who's a fan of rom-coms where like you're laughing for a majority of the book. And then if you like books with like large friend groups and really involved friend groups. Yes. Very involved friend group. It almost has a found family feel to it. Uh, absolutely into the rom-com feel of things. If you um, also, if you it wasn't a typical billionaire. It doesn't talk about like business or extravagant spending on things. It was really just a corporate hero more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, so if you're like, Oh, I don't like the billionaire hero. I don't really have any interest in those. This does not read like a typical billionaire romance. At least this specific one did not. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah, so, it doesn't. I mean, they do some of the things they do are outrageous, but it's never like so over the top. Right. I mean, there's not like 15 cars in a penthouse suite with seven floors or something. It's not, you know. Right. I I completely agree with and that. And she doesn't talk about like his suits being custom made or, you know, the amount of money he spends on this or that so it was yeah it was just a successful 
male. And she was successful in her own right, too, as a photographer. Mm -hmm. So she's not exactly not exactly hurting there herself. Um, Right. And would you recommend this book? Yeah, I would definitely recommend this book. Um, I would, too, but I would definitely make sure to state that this is a rom-com. Like, if you're going to read it, it's a rom-com. Yes. Expect laughs, but you're not going to get in-depth <laughs> to anybody's soul here. <laughs> but it's yeah. a good romp. Yep, it's, I agree I mean, that. it just makes me, it, it made me giggle. I had a moments of laughter. But, um, you know, it was one of those, like I said, it was a great palate cleanser for me yeah i agree and i did look it up scoring the billionaire which is the next full length after banking the billionaire that heroine winnie winslow her brothers are the winslow brothers series oh fun okay yeah so there we go um and that because the new book comes out this month of april so in that series book three in that series comes out this month saturday whatever Um, day saturday is april 9th (laughs) Do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance? Send us an email to the bees at bookcasingcoffee.com with all of your book recs and we will add them to our TBR. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us for this quick shot of romance. Thanks, Becky. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 